today's scripture comes from John, the fourth chapter, verses 39 through 42, and it reads, From that city, many of the Samaritans believed in him because of the word of the woman who testified. He told me all the things that I have done. So when the Samaritans came to Jesus, they were asking him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days. Many more believed because his word, and they were saying to the woman, it is no longer because of what you say that we believe, for we have heard for ourselves and know that this one is indeed the Savior of the world, the word of God for the people of God. Maybe if I button this, it'll stop rubbing. Most gracious God, Lord, we thank you for all that you are in our lives. We thank you for this very moment. God, we, we ask that you would not only give us your word in this moment, that, but that you would help us to live in your rest. In Jesus' name, amen. The scripture today, uh, uh, the sermon title for today is What You Forgot to See. <laughs> it's funny because as we begin to, to, to dive into this, uh, this series that deals with women, what we find is based on how the, uh, based on how things are structured, oftentimes women, especially in the scriptures, are overlooked. <laughs> And so um, I begin to look through the, the various women, the multiple women that have actually uh, had great impact in the scriptures. And I, asked, I chose today's scripture based on the fact that this woman had no name, which to a lot of people would say that she was insignificant, but we know better. Now, in this particular portion of scripture, um, we, we often focus on all the negatives, I'm not going to rehash them all, but we all know that she was a Samaritan and that Samaritans and Jews didn't get along, right? All right. I got some head nods. Uh, uh, most of us would, would know that when, when Jesus came to the well, it was not in the morning, it was not in the evening, but it was in the middle of the day, which meant that she was not trying to see people. And we know that she was not trying to see people because people uh, didn't appreciate her background. She, she had multiple husbands. She lived a very different life. She did all of these things that, that normal society would probably shun her for. We, we know that, that in this time, she didn't quite get what Jesus was trying to say, and, and she may have had a smart mouth, Parker said, how she acted when he said something to her. Um, but then we jump over the scripture that we read today, and we go to the fact that, but Jesus saved many souls in spite of this woman. My argument today is not that he saved many souls in spite of this woman. I will say that he saved many souls because of this woman. This woman was one that was strong, one that was courageous, one that, that, that was not afraid to take the steps to go to a place where, where people would not like her, would normally not receive her, and stand up and say, thus says the Lord in today's scripture we find that it says, from that city, many Samaritans believed in him because of the word of the woman who testified, he told me all the things that I had done. 
This woman, after experiencing Jesus, this woman, after hearing the word, this woman, after coming into clarity of, of really who was before her, decided that she would run to the very people that shunned her, the very people that persecuted her, the very people that had all the things in the world to say, the very people that made her go to the well in the heat of the day just so she didn't have to be bothered, the very people that did not receive her word any other time and run in and say, come see a man for he has told me everything that I have done. This is important because this is the, the, the courage and the strength that, that I believe we all should have. This, 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 this woman was not just a courageous or a strong woman, but she was a strong and courageous person. I would argue that we all have a past. We all have some things that we're not proud of. We all have some things our, our parents may not know about us. We all have some things that, that we have run from. We all have some things that people that knew us when we were growing up or knew us when we were in the neighborhood or knew us when we first turned 21 could, could say about us that, that will cause us to feel small and ashamed. But, but I would argue that you cannot allow your past to, to permanently tarnish your future. You see, just like this woman had a past, her future was, was brighter than she could ever see. She was not worried about being shunned into thirst because all of a sudden she had living water. She wasn't afraid of what people would say to her when she ran in and said, come see a man, because she had already heard what Jesus had said about her. She was not afraid of losing because in that moment she knew that she had already won. The scripture goes on to say, so when the Samaritans came to Jesus and were asking him to stay, uh, they were asking him to stay uh, there for two. So the scripture goes on to say, uh, uh, all right, so we're going to come and see this Jesus, okay? He's going to laugh at me. All right, I like it. We're we going to come see this Jesus, but, we, but Jesus, we want you to stay with us for, for some time. Stay, stay, stay with us so that we can hear all this stuff that this woman has, has told us that has compelled us to come. Uh, stay with us so that, that we can hear for ourselves, that we can see for ourselves, uh, as Parker and Chris said, so that we can witness and have a reference. What's funny about this scripture is the word stay, if, it, if it's translated into the original language, has a more of a connotation of relationship. And what we know about relationships is that relationships aren't built overnight. What we know about relationships is that they take time. What we know about relationships is that it's a two-way street. What we know about relationships is that it's work. So essentially what they've told Jesus is, we've heard about uh, the, the great man of God, the great man that you are. We've heard that you are the Messiah. We see the change in this woman that has run in with all strength and courage to tell us about you. Now what we need to do to prove it to ourselves is we need a relationship and so come and stay a while come and sit and talk with me come let us break bread together come let me learn of you and Jesus stayed with them for two days and and after that it says that G, that the people said no longer is it because of what she said that I believe but it's because I have experienced it on my own this is the lesson of today, hopefully you're, you're seeing me. This is the lesson for today. The lesson is this, 
that oftentimes we miss the details that actually put ourselves in the scripture. We, we, we like to focus on the negative of other people. We like to focus on where they failed. We, we like to focus on the fact that Jesus then came and saved us all. And all of that is true. But the, the lesson of today's scripture is this. You may have a past, but it doesn't disqualify your future. You may have done some stupid things. I know I have, but that does not take away from the fact that God can use you. You, you may be talked about. You may be disliked. You may be shunned, but when you get new life in God, you realize that there is now no more condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. You may uh, be suffering in your mind and, and, and struggling with your, your self-esteem, uh, but when you, when you really encounter Jesus, you find out that you are made in God God's image and God's likeness. Well, you may be filled with this, this feeling of weakness, but in Jesus, we know that in, his, in our weakness, his strength is made perfect. You see, it is sometimes our word that sparks faith, but it is his word that changes us. It was the Samaritan woman's word that brought the people to Jesus, but it was Jesus's words that changed everything. I used to pastor a small church in Langston. And one day, this, this, this little, I'm not going to call her a little girl, she maybe 20, 21, walks in. She sits in the back pew. She is fidgeting all through service. She um, doesn't want to look at me. She's not talking to anybody. And after service, I walked over to the young lady that I knew brought her, and I said, is she okay? And she said, yes. She didn't want to come today but I made her. And so I, I asked the young lady to come up front and there was a small area where we could talk and nobody could hear us. And I said, are you all right? And she said, well, um, uh, um, like she was trying to get rid of something. Uh, I said, all right, so let, let me guess. You went to this organization's party last night. While there, you had this type of beverage and then uh, afterwards, you found yourself in a place you said you would not go, doing stuff you said you would not do, and now you feel like you don't deserve to be here. And she said, did you follow me last night? I said, no, but I know that organization, and I've made similar beverages in my undergradness many, 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 many years ago. And, and, and I found myself in situations that I didn't want to be in. The good news is that if God can take me in spite of all that stuff and love me enough to put me here and allow me to talk to you, imagine what he can do with you if you let him. This woman, since that time, has been many different places in the Midwest, and she shares her testimony, and she, she gives the word of God, and she expects change a long way from this scared little girl in the back feeling like she didn't deserve to even be in the building. Why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because oftentimes we hide the things that we think make us look bad. We hide those mistakes that we've made in our past that, that may cause people to take us off the pedestals they put us on, when in actuality it's those very testimonies that allow people to see that there is hope, that there is change, and that God is real. Amen. The other thing that I, I want you to grab from this is the simple fact that if we are charged to go ye therefore and make disciples of all 
people groups, that means that us inspiring the faith so that people then accept Jesus into their heart and ask for that relationship so that now it's not based on what we said, but based on what they know. If we would follow the blueprint that we find from the woman in the well and doing just that, what we have just created is another person that is able to share their testimony, that is able to invite them to come and meet Jesus, that is uh, able to then allow that person to create that relationship with God so that they then can say, it's not based on your testimony, but based on my experience. And then they become a person that goes out and shares their testimony. You see the cycle. The blueprint that the, the, the Samaritan woman at the well gave us is the blueprint of evangelism. It's the blueprint of how we live out this great commission. It is the blueprint of what the church is supposed to be doing. And so if we are the church, and we are, amen? Oh, that should have been louder than that. Amen? Then I would say that we have work to do. Let us stop hiding behind our shields not wanting people to see our imperfections, and talk to people on a real level that involves you being human too, not condemning them because of the stuff that they've done, but helping to build them up so that they might see that God is real, that Jesus is real, and that change is just a breath away. Once this woman at the well truly believed in her heart and confessed with her mouth, she received a living water that she never expected could be hers. People of God. Today we start talking about the impacts of women on the world. And this woman, without a name, has given us the lesson, the, the very lesson that, that ends every gospel message in the Bible. And that message is to go ye therefore. That message is, now that you have, have, have learned, go teach. The message is to be the church. So my charge for you this week is to be more like this woman from the well forward. Be courageous. Be strong. Be intentional. Be decisive. And go ye therefore and make a difference in this community. Go and spread the gospel message like never before with the very actions of your life and not just the, the words that flip across your lips. Go and let's build. Invite somebody to church. Invite somebody to prayer. Invite somebody to a Zoom group. Invite somebody to Bible study. Invite somebody to Sunday school. Invite somebody to lunch to talk. If we're going to take a lesson, I think this is the lesson to take. Let us come together and be the church. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.